Hello, everybody. This is Janice Malone with Film Festival Radio Show. You are about to listen to one of our best of previously aired shows. But guess what? Stay tuned to this station because next week, same time, 12 noon, we'll be back with a brand new edition of Film Festival Radio with some brand new guests. So until then, have a wonderful rest of the weekend and an even better week. So we'll see you next Saturday. Bye-bye. It's Film Festival Radio, the show where superstars and future stars happily coexist together. And now, here's your host, Janice Malone. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the show here on Film Festival Radio Show. It's Saturday. And uh, yeah, things are hopefully weather-wise have kind of calmed down. So I hope many of you out there were not uh, seriously impacted by the recent floods that we had. Uh, What was that? Wednesday night coming into Thursday? Gosh, I cannot believe that it did all of that. I'm used to seeing that from my neck of the woods. I grew up in Texas. And so, yeah, in Houston, to be more exact, yes, floods are just like a common occurrence. But not for Vegas. I'm still kind of new, so maybe maybe I'm kind of behind the edges there. But hopefully everybody is safe. And uh, so let's let's carry on here. Okay, we have show. We have show and we have guests. We have how many guests? We have a total of five, actually. We have guests uh, who are all a part of television shows that had season premieres all this week. So we had to pre-record these uh, interviews for this week's show. We had... um, One of our guests is a part of the cast of uh, the new MTV show, Buckhead Shore, which premiered this past Thursday. And then we have uh, four of the cast members of the OWN Network's uh, season two premiere of Bell Collective. Yes, the Bells are back. They have two new members and they also have a lot to talk about. A lot of shows that are dealing with their business lives, their personal lives, uh, just a lot, a lot. So we're going to be talking with four out of the six cast members. And so we want you to stay tuned if you're a fan of um, Bell Collective. Well, this is your chance to kind of get to know some of the ladies from the cast right on this show today. And as I said, uh, if you are a fan of the uh, the Shore, I call them, well, everybody calls them the Shore uh, shows from uh, MTV, you know, Jersey Shore, all those shows that the spinoffs of the Jersey Shore shows. Well, then I know you will like Buckhead Shore. Who saw it? Who, who've already seen it? You, hands out there? Okay, a lot of people said they saw it, uh, Buckhead Shore. What do you think about it? Drop me a line, info at Film Festival Radio, and um, we will pass that information on to the producers there at MTV to let them see what you think about their latest uh, reality show, Buckhead Shore. Okay, before we get to our guests, as I said, we had to pre-record all of our guests this week because of, uh, you know, it was premiere week for all of them. But I want to share with you 
I thought this was some really fun information about celebrities, high-end A++ list celebrities and their fabulous vehicles. And uh, according to the website confused.com, they have done the homework. What they have done, they they have done the research to uncover the cost of how certain celebrities and their cars have they've had their cars modified and custom customized, I should say, to meet their look and their needs as to what they want it to look like and how they want to drive it. Well, again, according to the latest study by Confused.com in their second quarter uh, research there, Kim Kardashian has, as of now, the car which she has spent the most money on modifying it and customizing it. One of her cars is uh, a Lamborghini, what do you pronounce it, Urus? Uh, and it is the most expensive celebrity car uh, owned by a TV personality that's that she has spent modifications on. She spent $73,595 just making and customizing it to her liking. Now, we don't know what the Lamborghini cost just just buying the car. What are those cars? 200 plus thousand? Whatever they cost. Then she turned around and spit this $73,595 to customize it to her liking. So right now she's number one as far as spending the most money on the modifications, which increased her insurance 25%. I think she can probably handle that. Uh, number two on the list, again, according to confuse.com, the second celebrity who spent the most on modifying their favorite car is Zac Efron. He has a 1965 Ford Mustang. I love 65 Ford Mustangs. And when he finished with all of the modifications, he spent a total of $26,412 in addition to whatever the original price that he paid for the 65 Mustang. But I know he's looking good somewhere. He looks good if he was just walking. But anyway... um. Then number three, again, on the list is Kim Kardashian again. Uh, she has also a Mercedes-Benz Maybach, and she customized it. She spent a total of $21,479 on giving it all of the custom-y stuff to her liking. She gave it a custom gray paint job with a monochrome trim, among a long list of other things. To uh, Again, we don't know what she originally paid for it, but you know it was not cheap. <laughs> Uh, number four on the list is her sister, Kylie Jenner. She has a Rolls-Royce Ghost. Uh, it has custom pink leather interior and all kinds of really cool engraving. And she spent a total of $19,526 in customizing it and modifying it to her liking. And number five on the list is another Jenner. This time is Kendall Jenner. She has a Rolls Royce Wraith, Wrath, W-R-A-I-T-H. I'm not an expert in luxury cars, so help me out here. But anyway, Kendall spent uh, $10,251 on modifications. Uh, she had a custom engine put into this uh, Rolls Royce, and the engine by itself was over $10,251. Yes. So, ah, yeah. 
they they are not waiting on a stimulus check, I see. So these are the top five celebrities who have spent an exorbitant amount of money and customizing and modifying their favorite automobiles. And now, you know, remember, these are just one of who knows how many cars they've got. And again, we obtained this information from confused.com. If you'd like to see the complete list, go to confused.com forward slash car dash insurance, because they also have what, how it increased their uh, insurance premiums when, after all the modifications took place. But once again, I think they can handle it. I just kind of think they can. In fact, they could probably pay all of our car insurances, everybody who's listening right now, and it wouldn't even touch them. It just would not because they've got it like that. But anyway, uh, we're going to take a quick break here, and when we come back, we will have our first guest here on Film Festival Radio Show. We'll be back in a second. Film Festival Radio with Janice Malone will be right back after this. Okay, before we get to our first guest, I have an announcement for uh, an audition. So let's get right to it and listen up here. Do you have, or maybe somebody that you know, have really talented skills in woodworking and being a carpenter. Yeah, well, if you do, you're in luck because there's a major cable television network and they are now casting, looking nationwide for very talented people in uh, the skills of carpentry. Is that how you pronounce it? Is it carpentry? Carpenters. I'll just say carpenters. That helps me out. So if you're really good as a carpenter or woodworking, you have very specified talent there and not everybody can do it. Well, guess what? A reality show is looking for people like you that work with their hands and can really create and just make wood look fabulous. Again, they're looking from coast to coast, north, south, East and West, people of all backgrounds from all walks of life. And this production company is putting this show together because it's going to air on a major cable network. It's going to be a brand new series. And so they're looking for uh, people who can design in, in uh, woodwork, all of that, the whole, whole thing. So if you are interested, uh, this is what you need to do. As soon as possible, you need to send an email uh, with your information, your first and last name, how to reach you. Uh, just kind of tell the people, the producers, the casting people, what it is that you're good in, in the area of uh, carpenter work and uh, woodworking skills. Maybe even attach a photo or, or two of something that you have created that will really get their attention. And they're, no, they don't have a date on here, a deadline date, but they're just saying apply ASAP. And what you need to do is apply at this email address, casting1 at hmpg.com. And that's casting spelled with a C, C-A-S-T-I-N-G, the numeral one at hmp is in Paul, G is in go.com. Yeah, that's it. Uh, this is major. This is from Hearst Media Production Group. Yeah, that Hearst. So yeah, this is a major cable television network. And once they put this together, if you are selected, you might be on this new reality show. If you have those types of 
talents and skills. So once again, the email address is casting the numeral one at hmpg.com. If you are a very talented carpenter or have woodworking skills, and again, attach a little photo of some of your work, they would love that. And do so ASAP because they are saying they're wanting to hurry up and get this done. So, okay, that's our audition notice for this show. And we'll, what are we going to do? Okay, we're going to take another break and we'll be right back with more of Film Festival Radio Show and our first guest. Stay tuned. Hey, I'm Sherry Shepard and you're listening to Film Festival Radio with Janice Malone. Well, hello, Adamo. Hi, how are you? I'm just great. I'm finally getting myself organized if that's such a thing for me. But anyway, uh, you are one of the cast members, one of the stars of MTV's new series, Buckhead Shore. Oh, my goodness. Yes, beautiful Buckhead, Atlanta, of course. So tell us, what are we going to be seeing here? Definitely is just going to be seeing a lot of kids trying to maneuver their way through life as they get older and just the crazy drama and luxurious life of Buckhead, Atlanta. Okay, people often call Buckhead, Atlanta, the Beverly Hills of the South. Uh, is is it uh, is that true, or do you guys have a, a better edge on the actual original Beverly Hills, or what? It's definitely true. You know, we are we have a lot of Prada and Gucci stores, but we also know how to cook dinner and welcome people into our homes. <laughs> oh, okay. But I definitely saw that Beverly Hills of the South. Well, the fact that you said. Uh, you also know how to cook because I, I no shade at California Beverly Hills people, but a lot of them have, you know, as we know, they have the privilege that they can hire chefs, but you guys know how to cook. So that's different. Way edgy. <laughs> so, so, okay. What is, what are some things that we're going to see from you? I understand that one of the storylines for you uh, was struggling on how to come out uh, and tell your parents the news. So uh, we're going to, see actual footage of you doing that with your parents having that talk or what we definitely have a talk but you'll definitely have to tune in and watch you know it's also a lot of other things not only just coming out but uh jumping into a new relationship and also i don't know whether to tell my mom if i'm stripping or not (laughs) (laughs) so there's a lot on my plate you got a lot so which see which one should I do? Oh, well, just do them both at the same time. Just get it all over with. <laughs> do I just rip the bandaid off, or do I just one step at a time? You know, you know how when you get a bad hangnail and you just let it linger, linger, and then one day you just just rip it off. I think that's what you're gonna have to do. That's absolutely the worst thing in the world. I don't think I can do that. <laughs> it is horrible. It is absolutely horrible. But anyway, as I haven't been to last time I was in Atlanta was a couple of years ago before the shutdown. Uh and we hear a lot of things about Buckhead as far as unfortunately, is there crime now in Buckhead? I've never heard of Buckhead having crime until now. There's some crime. Uh, more Buckhead is kind of big, so um, you know certain areas. Just like in all over all over the world, certain areas there is crime. But I mean, Buckhead is not known for its major major crime. But mm-hmm. there is some crime. There was well, yeah, you're right. Even in the tiny towns, there were some. So, oh, 
Okay. So now that, that, uh, now have you guys finished shooting all episodes for Buckhead Shore? Are you totally done? Yes, we finished filming all episodes. We actually just did our reunion, so you'll have to keep an eye out for that because it is crazy. <laughs> Can you give us a hint? Anything, any, any cat fights or any food fights, anything? It's, it's uh, heavy um, on the girls. The girls finally sit and have a face-to-face. -face. Uh -huh. uh, a lot of lies come, come up, and Parker's definitely put in the forefront to basically pick sides and was it, were you telling the truth or were you lying? And he was oh. definitely caught in a lot, a lot of lies, which made the girls fight with each other. So that's, I can't wait. Reunion shows are always so cool for, with reality TV shows. It's <laughs> just so cool. It resolves every problem we thought in the world with the show. Well, now, as far as is the rest of your cast members, is, is there any one or two or maybe more people that even when the cameras are away that you guys are still buddies and friends and hang out, travel together, shop together, cook together? Oh, yeah. Me, Chelsea, Sonia, and Stav, we are inseparable. I'm actually supposed to go hang out with them today. We literally, we do everything together. I'm surprised we don't take showers together at this point. <laughs> That's good to hear. So what are your plans? I mean, summer, I guess we can say it's almost coming to an end. So um, what, what are your plans as far as projects for the rest of the year? Summer, I would definitely love to start working on music. It's something I've been passionate about. Um, and I would definitely like to hopefully start shooting season two as soon as possible. <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, season two, did the, what do you guys start in the fall of, for the next season or at the beginning of the year? How do you do that? Well, we're not positive if we're doing one yet, so fingers crossed, but hopefully if we are, it will be starting up here pretty soon. Yeah. Or it's still warm. Well, I guess it's too early to say, but you know how the other, um, I call them the shore shows from MTV, like Jersey Shore and all that, you know, are you guys going to have... If it's renewed, do you know where you guys do walk-ons into each other's shows, kind of blend it up together, or do you know? Oh, I hope so, because I love, love, love Florida Shore. I love Jersey Shore. I think it would be so cool to take them out to the strip clubs in Atlanta, especially Magic City, and just show them a really good time. Yeah, and make it rain for you. Yes. <laughs> They've got the money. Yeah, they've got the money, and they can just, you know, show you in action and collecting their money, and everybody can have fun. <laughs> and us viewers will just love it. So let's just see. I hope the producers are listening to this. But, but okay, anyway, please. Yes, let's 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 cross it up with the shores, the shore shows, as I like to call them. But anyway, uh, we're going to be staying tuned. Get this show done first. Buckhead Short, MTV's new series. And uh, thank you so much for the chat. And have fun the rest yeah. of the summer for you. Thank you so much. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your summer. And thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Okay, absolutely then. Take care then. Bye-bye. Thank you. You too. Okay. Okay, thank you so much, Adamo. Once again, he is part of the cast of MTV's new reality series, 
Buckhead Shore, which again airs on Thursday nights, MTV, 9 p.m. Pacific time. So uh, we again had a chance to talk to him earlier this week. So to further speak of premieres, our next set of guests are the cast members, the beautiful ladies of the own reality series, Bell Collective, which uh, started season two last night. Uh, yeah, a lot of you are fans of the show. I know you saw it. And uh, I'm about to introduce, actually, actually, we're going to talk to four of the six cast members. So uh, again, we pre-recorded this set of interviews as well, because we had to, you know, make the premieres in time. But anyway, Bell Collective, in case you haven't seen it, again, it's on the OWN Network. And what the show does, what, what I really like this, it represents some of the best of African-American female entrepreneurs in Mississippi, particularly in the Jackson, Mississippi area. And these ladies are not only beautiful, but they're smart. They're very successful as businesswomen. And uh, if you saw season one, you kind of know what everything is all about. But season two, it's again, it's about business. It's about inspiring ladies to get into entrepreneurship while showing how these ladies balance family, because they're moms and wives and uh, businesswomen, they have employees and such, and how they deal with all of that, family tragedies, family situations, as well as their business lives as well. And sometimes they make it look pretty doggone easy, but they always make looking fabulous, 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 just fantastic. So uh, again, season two did start last night on OWN, Bell Collective. And so I, again, I had a chance to talk to four of the ladies. So let's roll it uh, to my first conversations with Tambra, Cherie, and uh, Sophia Williams. So I can tell you quickly that Tambra, she's a radio television personality. She's an entertainment news correspondent and author entrepreneur and host. And she has also served as host on one of Lifetime Television's hit shows, Bring It. You know about Bring It. And she currently is also a guest co-host on Dish Nation Television, which airs on the Fox affiliates. So uh, then I'll tell you about Sophia. Sophia Williams, uh, she's often uh, affectionately known as So Gucci. She's a certified personal trainer and the owner of Stairway to So Gucci Fitness. She uh, has all kinds of successful health and fitness programs that people are really taking a part in. I need to go see her also. Uh, and she's also a very successful real estate agent in the Jackson, Mississippi area. And she has sold way over $1 million plus dollars in property during just her first year as being a realtor. So let's switch over to my chat with Tambra Sherry and Sophia Williams, two of the cast members from the hit own network television show, Bell Collective. So let's roll it right now. Okay, I am uh, with Film Festival Radio Show based here in Las Vegas. Okay. And I want to say congratulations to you ladies on being a part of the cast of uh, the season two of Bell Collective. Thank, Thank you. you. 
Okay, now I understand that Sophia, you are the. When I was in school, they used to say oh, you're the new girl in class. So you, <laughs> you're the new cast member, and so uh, I do have my cheat sheet notes. But if you could just tell our listeners just a little bit about who you are, in addition to being beautiful, along with the rest of your cast members. My name is Sophia Soguchi Williams. I am one of the new cast members. I'm the newbie on Bell Collective. I am one of the top real estate agents here in Jackson, Mississippi, and I am also a personal trainer. Oh, well, I need to come to Jackson. Never mind <laughs> about the rest of that. Uh, but anyway, I was uh, wondering, um, uh, Tambra, you, you are a lady like Sophia and the others, many talents, uh, radio, television personality, boutique owner, business woman. Um, gosh, you just, the list is very long here. So let's start with you telling us about, you, I understand that you own a tea business and I love teas. Yes, I'm glad you do. Yes, it is my favorite community tea. And I live by this too, to be honest with you. <laughs> I really do. So that is definitely my latest venture because I am a radio personality. And in my station, I don't have a backup. I've never had a backup. So I have to stay healthy. So I actually been drinking the tea, but I love herbs. I don't take medicine. I love herbs. And this particular tea, I had probably been taking about five years. But when COVID hit, I started making tea for other people. And that's when it became a business because people around me were getting sick. I mean, thank God. I can honestly say I've never had COVID. I haven't had the flu in years. So I really do live by this tea. And as a personality, I try to stay healthy. Oh, good. Very good. Same, same here. Same here. Well, ladies, I was wondering, uh, of course, this is season two of the show. Where do you recall exactly where you were when you received the news that season two is on the way? I do. <laughs> I definitely do. I was home. I was home. No, I take that back. I was not home. I had just left home and was getting ready to catch a plane when I received the call from our executive producer. Oh, and it was exciting. It was exciting. Oh, I bet. Obviously so. And so what about you, Miss Sophia? Well, I was excited when I got the news that I have been chosen to be on Season two, season two. I think my husband and I were kind of sitting home watching TV, and I mean, it was so exciting. It was I was had all types of feeling. I was scared. I was nervous. Like you know, but eventually, it I was you know, I, it worked out really well. I, I enjoyed working with the ladies. You know, it, it turned out to be a great thing. Now, have either any of you cast members? Did you ladies anybody already know each other prior to coming together for this show? Well, I did. I kind of knew. I did know Tamara, uh, and I did know Latrice. You know, but I I didn't know them as personally as I do now. When I start working with them more and having a different brunches and doing a lot of activities, you know, I kind of grew to learn the other ladies. But I kind of knew Tamara and Latrice already. No. Yes, and I can honestly say I, I did know all of the ladies just from being hosting events. I knew everyone. I, I did know everyone. So that was a good thing for me. Like, I definitely knew all of the ladies before the show. Oh, that's so good to hear. This is this show uh, is really obviously doing a lot for Jackson, Mississippi, because as you ladies know, we hear of Deep South Mississippi, especially if you're African-American and go, ooh, Mississippi. But you ladies are showing a whole different side of Jackson, Mississippi. What is that like uh, for each of you? 
I mean, I, I just like the fact that people see Mississippi in a different light, that, you know, there are boss ladies here doing different things. We're we're real boss in our in our businesses. We're bosses at home. I mean, it, it, it's, it's opening up a lot of different, you know, other people's eyes. They didn't see Mississippi as, you know, having boss ladies like us doing different things. I mean, there's a lot of women here making noises, you know, and we just want to show them a lot, you know, put us on the map. We're, we're doing great things here in Mississippi. And I would say the same thing for me. It's definitely about breaking those stereotypes that we hear about Jackson and about Mississippi. There are there is so much talent here. <laughs> there are so many successful businesses here, successful black owned businesses, women owned businesses. There's a lot of entertainment here. There's a lot of, there's so much growth. Like Jackson has grown. Like, you know, so that's why we continue to say the new South. If that's true, like that's totally true. So for me, it is about showing a different, or should I say shedding a different light on Mississippi and not being known for the negative things, but good things that we have going on. And that's successful black women, black owned businesses right here in Jackson, Mississippi. And there are many of us. We are doing amazing things. We are growing. We have new businesses. You're going to see all this in season two. Too. Right. You're going to see new businesses, new restaurants, new ventures and everything. So we're super excited about that. And that's a, that's what it's, to me, that's one of the things that I love about Bell Collective as well. Yes, it does display your city very, very well. And uh, I haven't been to Jackson in a while, but I want to come to some of the um, the Jackson uh, football games. So that's another story. Yes, and yes, I'm a proud graduate of the I Love Jackson State University. <laughs> so yes, and people, some people don't even know that. Like, you know, we've always had, you know, great football seasons, tailgating. Like, it's an experience. It is. It's an experience. So please come join us. You'll have a great time. Oh, I believe it. I so believe it. Well, let me ask you this. I got a couple of last questions if I can squeeze them in. Uh, since both of you ladies are definitely bosses, you have very successful businesses. What so far, what's been your most memorable boss move as a boss? Hmm. I mean, here's my thing. Um, with real estate, you know, it, it of course I'm a boss in my business. But but seeing the impact, seeing the smile on people's faces when I say, hey, here's the keys to your new home. Yes. You know, I have people that, that have left Jackson, Mississippi, moving back here. And and, and, it's, and I'm like, they moving back because we got all these things going. Yes. You know, they, they've been away for a while. Now they calling me up. Hey, I want to move back to Jackson. I mean, it's exciting, you know, actually, you know, impacting people's lives, you know, uh, with with I, I mean it's an impact. That's what I do. You know whether they 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 need any some healthy regimen or need a house. Either way it go, I'm impacting lives, and I love that. That's awesome. And I would honestly have to say, and this is the truth, guys. I received a letter this week with a book, and it was a handwritten letter. People do not write handwritten letters anymore. No. And it was from a young lady that was from Laurel, Mississippi. And in that letter, after I read it, I became teary eyed. Because it was a reminder what she just said. When you have an impact, you never know who's watching you. You never know who you are inspiring, who you're motivating. You never know those things. So that was a reminder that you had a strong impact on someone through your story and through the things that you're doing and your personality. And the fact that you could have an impact, to me, that's success. That's being a boss, impacting and helping someone else. So that's what I think it's about. Well, I have to ask you this last question here. You ladies, all of you look 
fabulous on these shows, on Bell Collective, your hair, your accessories, just everything. Do you ladies have a, a hand in selecting what you wear? Or do you have us work with the, the, the stylists or do they leave it up to you? Or how does that work? Well, me, I just, I, um, I don't have a stylist every day when we're filming. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> because I still want, this is just, you know, to me, it's, it's my life. It's my every day. It's like, you know, so I want my own personality to show. So you see that. Like, you know, rather, you know, you might not like what I have on or not. <laughs> but that's what, you know, it's a part of who I am. You know, I don't have anyone dressing me. You know, I want you guys to see me. I don't have a stylist that's picking out my clothes and my shoes and this. I just don't. <laughs> I, 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 I don't. Janice, I don't either. I mean, Tamara made a very valid, you know, point. Like, this, this is my character. This me. This, this is this is so Gucci, you know. Every once in a while, my, you know, somebody might give me tips on what to wear. But if it doesn't fit me, if it's not my personality, I don't want it. You know, I'm, most of the time I'm always over the top. And that's me. You know, I, I kind of stick out sometimes. And I can't I can't be like the other bells. You know, I can't wear this is my personality. And I express my personality, my so Gucci personality through my clothes, through my hair, you know, through the things that I wear. Well, and, and see, honestly, in our in our life, in my life, I don't have a stylist picking up clothes for me every day. So you're not going to get that from me. <laughs> I don't have someone coming every day picking out my clothes. So you're definitely not going to get that. Now, one thing I do is I do go get my hair done, and like, because that's I I will do that. That's in yeah, real life. I get my hair done in real life once or twice a week. <laughs> so I guess I can't do hair. So I let stylists do what they when it comes to the hair makeup. Like, I'm gonna let them do what they do. I let them be their ministry. <laughs> ministry. Well, ladies, we are all going to be tuning in Friday night, Bell Collective season two. And uh, I can't wait. There are so many fashions that you guys have on. I must admit, I'm watching for the fashions too, but I enjoyed the show, but I was like, let me see what they're going to wear this show. But ladies, you, you all of you do such a fantastic job. So thank you so much for the chat. And we'll see you guys Friday night on the show. Thank you, Janice. Yes, thank you, Janice. <laughs> see you on Friday. You thank you for your support. Me. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. And you have Big Frida online. Well, good morning, Big Frida. Hi, Janice. How are you? Well, I am doing just fine, Big Frida. Uh, it's such a pleasure to chat with you. And I understand that you have got some big things coming on and taking place with on BET+. Plus. So tell us all about yeah. what's going on. I mean, you know, I'm grateful for the, the, the BET family and Tracy Morgan and to have the whole College Hill experience at a HBCU. You know, I'm on the, the show with seven other celebrities, Ray J, you know, NeNe Leakes, India Love, Dream Doll, Stacey Dash, Slim Thug, and it was an amazing show. You know, it is out right now on BT Plus, and we're doing great things. We went back to college, and we learned some stuff, and I'm, I'm excited for everybody to see the season. And, and all of the, the good things and, and the bad that happened throughout the course. Can you give us just a hint about some of the bad, the good, the bad, the uh-oh that happened as far as you're concerned with you? I 
mean, well, you know, there's a few episodes out right now, you know, um, Stacey Dash didn't last long in the house, you know, that was one of the things she didn't last but a week in, and she didn't get a chance to have the whole college experience and build friendships for a lifetime, so, you know, we are wishing Stacey the best in, in all of her endeavors, but, you know, we, we got to connect personally with all the different personalities that were in the house and to become friends and to get to know each other and see how all the celebrities live and how they act and, you know, how they eat and all of that. So, um, you know, it just was a great experience, you know, um, the whole thing, you know, from the professors to the president to the, you know, the students and the staff at, at Texas Southern University. It was a great experience. They, you know, even though we were celebrities, we were students, you know, at the end of the day, and they treated us just as, as they should. And so you get to see us in a whole different element um, of our normal everyday lives and career, you know? Uh, that was an all-star lineup, including yourself there. Were uh, there any particular celebrities that you uh, grew up being a fans of? Because some of these celebrities have been famous for a very long time. So uh, anybody in particular? I mean, Stacey Dash, of course, you know, Clueless, you know, okay. and, you know, um, Ray, Ray J, Nene Lee, you know, I, I was a fan of all of them, all, all of them. And, um, you know, I, I love watching them and their work and what they do. Um, you know, it was my first time interacting with Dream Doll India and Slim Thug and, and Stacey Dash, but, you know, I, I knew them already and then just to get to know everybody else was an amazing, amazing time. Did working on this uh, show, did it cause you to want to say, maybe one day I might go back to college and see what it's like? Or You're so busy, though. I don't know. You don't have time, maybe. Yeah, it it, 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 it actually did. You know, I was not far away from completing my nursing degree. <laughs> so I have been considering that in the back of my mind. You know, just trying to figure out timing because I have been so busy, you know, but I've also was thinking of what's new that I want to do. What, what, what's the new experience that I want to experience and, and what can help me further in my career and, and so forth. So yeah, I have been thinking about, you know, maybe taking some virtual classes, some online things and, and really just going back in when I have time or at night or whatever. Oh, yeah. So many celebrities and famous people have done that, uh, gotten their degrees and to the next level and the next level. So, yeah, thanks to virtual classes. And you know something, Frida, this would be yeah. if you did that, what an inspiration it would be for a lot of your younger fans about the value of continuing their education. No matter how, you know, how old you get or no matter where you get in, in your life or your career, there's always room for growth. And, and you know, I want my fans to continue to see me grow and to continue to elevate in the things that I'm trying to do. You know, um, when you take these experiences, it only makes your life better and all of your experience in life better. So, you know, why not be up for the challenge? Well, I know we're supposed to be talking about College Hill, but I got to ask you really fast. Uh, what about music? Uh, uh, projects upcoming, already done, or, or to to be released, or what? Yeah, uh, yeah, working on my new album. Um, 
you know, a lot of it is almost done. You know, we are just putting putting the, the final touches on it and polishing everything up. Um, so I'm super excited about that. You know, always excited to put out new music to to bring new vibes and new energy to clubs and 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 festivals and and homes around the world. Um, you know, I just dropped a new song with Beyonce, "Break My Soul." So I'm super excited about that. Um, you know, I have some other stuff that's happening with other artists that I'm collaborating with, and I'm I'm just grateful for all the moments right now. Um, taking it one day at a time, you know, and trying to enjoy one thing at a time. But you know, it is it, definitely a lot happening, and I'm grateful for all these moments. Someone wants me to ask you, what was it like the very, very first time that you worked in the studio with Beyonce? Were you nervous? Were you excited? Or were you scared? Or just what was that like? All the above. <laughs> All the above. Nervous, scared, excited, overwhelmed. You know, when I first got the phone call from Beyonce, I, you know, I like died at home and came back to life. So it was definitely an experience of, you know, meeting the queen and working with her and, you know, her just loving me for who I am and my and my authentic self. And I'm forever grateful for Beyonce and just all that she has done for me and for my career. Has she seen you on Celebrity uh, Hill? I mean, not Celebrity, College Hill, I should say. I'm not sure. You know, she's been working, preparing for her album. So I don't know if she has time to you know, catch up on her shows or what she likes to watch. But um, I'm certain that somebody has figured you got to be treated on College Hill. She is hilarious. You are for sure, for sure. Well, I know I should. <laughs> I know you probably can't give us the answer to this, but is there a possibility that the two of you will be touring once you know soon or in the immediate future or what together? I hope so. I hope so. You know, I always wish for that, you know, and, um, you know, only time will tell, you know, that's totally up to be in her camp. And, um, I mean, I would love to, you know, open for her or tour with her or anything she want to do, I'm down to do. So, you know, we are putting it out there in the air that um, we're going to speak it into the universe. Well, that's the best that we can definitely do. All of us, all of your fans out here. So for now, though, we can see you and the rest of your colleagues on College Hill, on BET Plus, and we'll just be on the standby for when your next album drops as well. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate the love. Uh, Frida, before I let you go, can you do this for me? Can you do a radio drop for me real fast? Yeah. Uh. This is Frida, Big Frida, and you're listening to Film Festival Radio. That's it. Film Festival Radio? That's it. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. All right. Okay, let's do it. Go. This is the one and only Big Frida, the Queen Diva, and you're listening to Film Festival Radio. Girl down. You heard me. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Thank you so much. You're so sweet and kind. <laughs> You're so welcome. Okay, have a good rest of the day. All right, thank you, Tambra and Sophia. Uh, once again, we are chatting with four of the six cast members 
of the OWN Network's show, Bell Collective, which started uh, season two last night, premiered. So uh, we're going to continue our conversations with cast members. And so our next set of ladies are also, again, part of the six castmates uh, from the reality show Bell Collective. And now we're going to speak with Leticia Pearson and Latrice Rogers. So let me tell you a little bit about them. Latrice Rogers is a beauty mogul, a very successful entrepreneur and a television personality. Uh, she is just like the other ladies. They all uh, are based out of the Jackson, Mississippi area with their businesses and families, of course. Now, Latrice is the CEO of Goddess Lengths, Virgin Hair and Essential Beauty. And again, very, very successful. Uh, Leticia Pearson is the CEO of Leticia Pearson Enterprises. Uh, she's a business strategist who has gained major acclaim and public attention for being a force of empowerment, inspiration, and encouragement for women who are starting out and beginning their journey into entrepreneurship. And again, these ladies are really putting Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi in particular, on the map as to how much talent and how much success is going on right there in the Jackson, Mississippi area. So as I said, we uh, pre-recorded these interviews because, uh, you know, the show did premiere last night. So let's go ahead and switch to our next set of interviews again with Latrice Rogers and Leticia Pearson from Bell Collective. So let's roll it. Hi, uh, ladies, this is Janice Malone. Recording in progress. Okay, hello, ladies, this is Janice Malone with Film Festival Radio in Las Vegas. Hi, Janice. Hi there, ladies. As I was telling you, uh, the first set of ladies, um, you guys, you ladies, I should say, uh, just always look so, so fabulous. And uh, I was just wondering, and I asked them the same question here, as far as like, your wardrobe and your your outfits for the show because I'm such a, a fashion hog. Uh, are these outfits that you ladies personally select and work with the stylist, or, or how does that go? So I know for me, I have a team that comes behind me. Um, I have my personal makeup artist, my personal hairstylist, plus I have a hair boutique, so the hair is always going to be fabulous. But with my clothing, um, I do have a stylist. What we'll do is we'll collectively pick out items. Um, I know what I like to wear. Like, I don't like loud colors. Anytime you see me, I may be like um, earth tone colors. Um, they, she may have gotten me out of my element maybe one or two times. But for the most part, um, me and my stylist collectively come together and we come up with wardrobe. Okay. And how about you, Miss Leticia? Well, for me, um, of course, I'm going to have my hairstylist and my makeup artist, but I am, especially this season, last season didn't work uh, too well. I had a, a team that I thought and it didn't work out okay. This time I would run things by my stylist um, to see what he thinks about it, but, but for the most part, I know what I want to look like, how I want to feel. So I'm pretty much creative myself, so I do things on my own. But as far as hair and makeup, yes, but... Um, as far as I know what works with me and if there's been situations where a stylist has sent something to me and it's, it, Hey, it's still in my closet. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> well, now Latrice, I understand that you, you have 
two new additions to your family here. Um, can you tell us about that? Are you talking about with the show? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, girl, I thought I was going to say, honey, let me know something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Where is he? No. <laughs> to to my family? No. Um, yeah, absolutely. So the ladies that we have, um, I feel like they bring this extra, this extra oomph to the show, like super powerful women, as you will see as the season go on. Um, very relatable. I, I can't say anything negative about them because, you know, we're, they're all super positive. We all actually mesh well together. I, I mean, I don't know how to explain them, but it's a good, what Carlos King did was amazing, putting this cast together. Mm -hmm. Now, I understand that you, you got... Find it back. Did, now, everybody knew each other prior to this show. Is that right? So, honestly, yes. Mississippi is small, especially Jackson. And we all kind of... I'm not going to say we run in the same circle, but we knew of each other. Not Some of the ladies, we knew of each other, not necessarily in the same clique. I know me and Tisha, like, we knew each other. Um... Me and Tamara knew each other. I met Akeisha. Um, I think the only person that I really didn't know was actually Marie. Okay. And we see how that panned out. Yes, so, we uh, did. I could have <laughs> kept not knowing her, but yeah, okay. That, that was quite interesting. <laughs> so, um, Leticia, what can we expect as far as personal storylines uh, with you. Like, can we start with you or what can we expect for season two personally in this show, Storylines? Oh, absolutely. In season two, you can expect um, a lot of personal story. This season here is the most vulnerable <laughs> that I've ever been publicly. So you're going to see um, me navigate through um, not only my business, but also through my marriage. You're going to see me and uh, Glee co-parenting. Um, you're going to see me in a different light this season. And I think overall this season, you guys are going to see a lot of us navigating through our marriages, through our careers, and also through tragedy. Okay. So speaking of family and marriage, and we've both seen different other reality shows where being a reality show star has taken a toll on family and marriage. What has it done for each of you ladies as far as your family, your maybe your parents, your kids, your in-laws? What has that been like for after season one? Um, I know for me, for season after season one, my family was completely pissed at me. Now, my husband, but family is family, so we go through things, we navigate it, and our love, our, you know, it conquers all. So, we'll be back good, but as far as my husband, like, everything is actually, he does. he's not social media savvy, so he doesn't understand the Twitter, he doesn't know what the outside world is saying. The stuff that um, we filmed, he know we filmed it because we filmed it together, so what can you say? So it's been good in a sense of my husband is okay with it. He loves to film. Perfect. With my family, I have to be a little bit more sensitive because, you know, I do bring a lot of my my issues from my childhood up. And, you know, some family members aren't okay with that. They're like, you know, this is personal. But I feel like the viewers need to see all of me and not just, you know, parts of me. Because I want to be relatable. I want people to be able to relate to my story and to build and to grow or even just takes anything from it so yeah it's 
it's bittersweet on my end. <laughs> I can't. Mm-hmm. And Miss Leticia, what about you as far as your family is concerned and being a reality star now? My family is super duper supportive. My mom, my dad. I didn't really know about my dad. My dad is a coach and he's well, well respected in the community. He's been doing that over 25 years. The kids love him, the community love him. TV, I was a little like, oh my gosh, but to my surprise, he was like, that's my daughter. That's that's you. That's that's your reality. And it's fine. Um, as far as, like I said, my mom, my siblings, you know, my family, they are, they are very supportive. I have, so both of my uncles are pastors. So I have to tell them, I say, y'all know I love the Lord, but I dream of Moses and I'm going to cuss a little. So that's me. And that's just what it is um, with it. As far as Glenn and I, um, how can I say reality TV didn't, Really, I'll say this, um, and I've said this before. Reality in reality TV, I was able to find my voice. I was able to uh, find myself doing reality TV. So we didn't go through anything that wasn't go- that anything that we hadn't experienced off the camera, right? So these were things that 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 we experienced when the cameras weren't rolling. So choosing to go into reality TV, of course, they're going to be highlighted. They're going to come to light. And that's something that he and I both knew before we decided to proceed in reality TV. So now you've got the whole world just walking up to you on the street and just offering you marriage advice and such. Oh, my gosh. I've been getting so many hugs. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, are you okay? How are you? I'm here for you. You want to pray? And I'm like. (laughs) <laughs> okay um thank you you know and i'm just like this is this is amazing i'm grateful for it but at the same time it's definitely uh it's definitely different definitely so well, Tisha and latrice ladies thank you so much for the chat and we're going to be tuning in friday to see you just love it just love it i'm just such a reality show junket junkie so uh, i need to go to support group or something but uh i'm gonna be tuning in to see all of you beautiful ladies in action so thank you again for the chat thank Thank you for having us okay bye-bye have a good day bye you too recording stopped okay thank you so much ladies uh yeah we want to thank all four of our ladies from uh season two of owns bell collective yes the ladies are back season premiere was uh, yesterday last night and uh, of course it's on the own network so make sure you tune in if you were a fan of season one of course you're going to like season two they got a lot going on i don't want to give away too much but just go to the website and you'll see all of uh, just a preview of what you're in store uh, of for season two and also want to thank of course our guest adamo uh geraldo for joining us. Of course, he is one of the cast members from MTV show Buckhead Shore, which is airing also right now in their season one. And of course, thank you guys for listening, as we always do. And we will see you next Saturday for another edition of Film Festival Radio Show. Have a great weekend and the rest of the week. Bye-bye.